Welcome to Real Black Country This One Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we are saluting living legend, NBA great, LeBron James, man. As he is set to produce a documentary based on the 1921 Tulsa race massacre which we affectionately know as Black Wall Street right so there's a quick article I want to read to the family real quick and it's by um, Zoe Christian Jones this is out of CBS News and it says LeBron James and his production company are teaming up with CNN Films to produce an upcoming documentary on the 1921 Tulsa race massacre directed by Salma Koroma Dreamland, the rise and fall of Black Wall Street would depict a true heartbreaking story of one of America's worst race riots. With the lack of historic journalism around Black Wall Street and the Tulsa Massacre in 1921, we are honored to be partnered with CNN, which has a long-standing record of credible and groundbreaking journalism, said Jamal Henderson, the chief operating officer of Spring Hill. James, the Los Angeles Lakers superstar would serve as an executive producer for the project, which often means he gonna put that bread up, right, to see the film get made. While proven by both survivors and public records, the Tulsa Race Massacre has long stood as a distinct episode of American history that has remained under-documented. In 1921, a false report of a black man assaulted a white woman led to the bloody attack on Tulsa's black residents. Due to its poor documentation, researchers have estimated that between 150 and 300 men, women and children were killed but have yet to find graves that hold their bodies. Wow, wow, I'm going to stop here. And listen, if you want to read this article in its entirety, this is CBS News. Headline. Front page, CBS News, LeBron James is going to make a film, executive producing a film, that's talking about Black Wall Street, right? So definitely a standing ovation is in order. If there's any professional athlete that continues to impress, it got to be King James. I mean, it, it, this is in my book now, right? You know, because any professional sport is opinionated. We love those that's in the sport because we're able to see the discipline. And when it comes to King James, right? We're able to see his discipline over and over and over and over. I mean, never came. He's always ready. Never stepped foot on that court out of shape, gassed out, got to get back in shape. So when it comes to sports figures, right, we salute these guys because of their discipline. And I haven't seen a more disciplined athlete that's been dominating at the top of their game for two decades. Besides Floyd Mayweather Jr., it has to be King James, right? 
And both of these guys just happen to be from the Midwest, right? So I just got to plug that in, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got to plug that in. I'm from Detroit, so we got to plug that in. Listen, though, listen, this is just, this is definitely a big deal. Um, first of all, look, I got to even tip my hat to the guy for having the world recognize him as King James. You know, that that's a big deal. Um, there was a beautiful sister. Well, I, I don't want to say was. I take that back. There is a beautiful sister, gorgeous queen, right? Her name is... Diana Ross. She's from the city of Detroit. Diana Ross is from the projects. She's from the ghetto. Right? In the heart of the city of Detroit. This is where she's from. Today, she's a billionaire, but she comes from modest means. Diana Ross belonged to a singing group. Right? Out of Motown Records. And the name... Of the singing group was the Supremes. The Supremes. Now, that always been a big deal to Detroiters. That's always been a big deal to black Americans because, again, the name of the singing group was called the Supremes. Even though they were from the projects, right? Three beautiful ladies, Supremes. Now, you gotta. Ask yourself, that's greatness before there was greatness. And how did they know that that was going to be greatness in calling themselves the Supremes? How did they know that? So to paint a picture, you got to think about Jim Crow South. Because just like any other act, right? They had to go on the road and perform. And so-called white men that wouldn't even allow our people to use the same restroom as him or sit at the same lunch counter as him. When these three sisters performed, he had to recognize them as the Supremes. That's psychological power. Three black women was on tour through the Midwest through Jim Crow South and it had to be recognized as the Supremes. That's powerful, man. That's something for little boys and girls to look up to. The respect level of being called the Supremes and you can't even sit at the lunch counter and you're from the ghetto. Right? So how do you go from that to being later called Fast forwarding to being called a female group called BWA. Different story for a different day. I don't want to go down that road. I'm saying all that to say this. That's powerful, man, that King James, the world recognizes an original man as King James. And he's dibbling and dabbling into film. And if this film about Black Wall Street is anything like self-made, right? If you haven't seen self-made, go check it out. It's on Netflix. I watched it twice. That's the story that he made about the life of Madam C.J. Walker. Man, he did it. That was a good film. 
that was a good film, man. I mean, you got to just tip your hat to this guy, man. You got to tip your hat to Spring Hill Entertainment, right? Because that's the company that he owns. That's the production company, right? Um, Maverick Carter and LeBron James. And that's how they push their films out. And it's such an impact, right? Because my son, right, who's in college, my oldest son, when he was young, I've always looked at Maverick Carter and watched the interviews and watched him speak and... um, he did a uh, he had his own show at one time and he had Magic come to the show and uh, they just talking about business and of course Magic is also from the Midwest right <laughs> you know so you know shout out to the Midwest for definitely doing things and man I never forget I set my son down at this and I said I pointed at guy I said look at this guy I said he made hundreds of millions of dollars. And he can go to any mall, Mary Carter I'm talking about, and nobody really know who he is. He's rich. He's super rich. And he got rich without balancing a basketball. He got rich without swinging a golf club. He got rich without swinging a bat. He got rich without hitting a volleyball. He got rich without catching a football. He got rich without holding a microphone. He got rich in business. And Maverick Carter is such an inspiration that if we just manage our own talent, because we're the talent, right? We, we've always been the talent in this country. We've always been the money makers in this country. If we just got to a position where we learn to manage our own talent, that can be an element to help pull us out of poverty. Not being a talent, managing the talent, right? Not taking anything from Rich, right? Because Rich is the other biggest part of that, you know, he got the uh, sports entertainment. But man, they just, listen, they're trailblazing. They're trailblazing. Shout out to King James for inspiring. We're watching, brother. Right? You got some haters, but that's all right. We're going to hold you down. We watching, brother. You're doing it. You're putting the money behind what you feel is necessary, what you believe. Forbes said you're worth $450 million. Nobody really knows, right? Nobody really knows. Everybody just got an estimate. But, brother... How, whatever you're worth, we appreciate you for putting your money where your mouth is. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's continue to support our brother. Big him up. That's big, man. Let's continue to keep telling our stories. Real Black Content is Podcast. Man, I get it with you guys later. Peace.